Hello, hello, hello. This is Tiffany Carlson, and you are listening to True Wheelchair Life, SCI Life Uncovered for SpinalCore.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, like I said, I'm Tiffany. I'm the host, and you are tuning in to our 12th episode. And this episode is going to be all about indoor skydiving. And if you haven't heard about what indoor skydiving is, this is the podcast for you. It's a safe way to try out skydiving without jumping out of a plane. And we're going to uh, specifically be talking about um, an indoor skydiving event happening next month in our February, uh, February 13th, uh, all over the South Florida area at the various iFly facilities uh, that, that will be put on by SpinalCord.com and uh, a bunch of other great spinal cord injury uh, organizations that will be uh, joining us in, in this podcast. So uh, we're going to be starting with Amanda Perla, and she represents Next Step Orlando. She's a quadriplegic as well, and she uh, has a lot to say about indoor skydiving uh, and working out in general and staying in shape, and she's really cool, so she'll be starting out the show. Uh, next, we'll be joined by Jessica Kata, who has been paralyzed for a little, I think, six or seven years, under 10 years. Um, but she has a great story because of her fiance and her peer mentor, who she met after her injury, who ended up becoming her fiance. Uh, and they have a great blog where they share their relationship with the world. Uh, but uh, she's also a representative for iFly Fort Lauderdale, and she loves indoor skydiving. So Jessica Kata will be talking all about her favorite thing in the world to do, or almost, indoor skydiving. So she'll be on after Amanda. And then we're going to be joined by Troy Smith of a really cool um, activity-based organization that is in Tampa. It's called Stay in Step, and they uh, have some uh, great opportunities, scholarships available. Uh, they'll help you uh, fundraise money if you want to come to this facility and work out. It's a long-term uh, rehab facility for people with spinal cord injuries, and they also are going to be... Uh, joining uh, SpinalCord.com with us uh, for the indoor skydiving event uh, in iFly, and they're going to help be help sponsoring that as well. And Troy is going to be talking about his story and why he is so dedicated to spinal cord injury research. Uh, and last but not least, we'll be joined by Anna Griffin of iFly Tampa, who has uh, a lot of the finer details to share with us about indoor skydiving with a disability. And she's got a great story as well about how she became involved with iFly. And it was after hanging out at a facility one day and seeing a girl with a disability. So she's got a great story. So stay tuned for her at the end of the show. Um, thank you again for joining us, you guys. I hope you have a great time listening to the show. And if, again, if you have any podcast recommendations, please send them my way. My email address is Tiffany Carlson, T-I-F-F-I-N-Y at gmail.com. All right. Stay tuned for Amanda. Hello, everybody. So we are doing a, a cool podcast this month. As I, uh, I mentioned at the top of the show, we are having guests uh, on that are going to be talking about this exciting skydiving, indoor sky, skydiving event happening in the, I think, Tampa Bay area. Uh, uh, but our first guest here, Amanda Perla, can inform us exactly on the location. Uh, and she's also a quadriplegic. So hey, Amanda, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. So thank you so much for joining us. And where exactly in Florida are you located? I'm actually um, just outside of Orlando, Florida. Oh, oh you're by so, all the, the fun theme park area. 
Yeah, I'm actually on the other side of Orlando, but um, okay. yeah, not far from Nikki. Awesome. <laughs> and so wh- where exactly is the skydiving, indoor skydiving event going to be held? So um, our event is actually going to be held on International Drive, on iDrive at iFly. Uh, but where's what city is iFly located in is what I'm asking. In Orlando. In Orlando. Oh, right so, in, Orlando. Um, in Orlando. Okay, yeah, that's um, so cool. And actually been, but I think it's like right in the center there with all the like the Orlando Eye and the big swings and everything. It's crazy. That's exciting. And before we get too much into that, I just wanted to kind of ask just a little bit of background about you, if you don't mind. I always like to kind of ask people about, you know, just a little bit about their injury, if you don't mind sharing, and how long, you know, you've been injured and that kind of thing. So, uh, yes, when, when, how, how, when did your injury occur exactly? Um, so my injury was almost 12 years ago now, which is kind of crazy when I say it out loud. Yeah. But it happened um, at the end of my senior year in high school, right after I turned 18. Okay. And you were in a car accident, um, right? Yeah. So I was in a car accident. I was a passenger in um, a car accident. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, kind of unfortunately mm, put always, life on pause for yeah. a little while because I had to do the whole rehab thing but um, mm-hmm. luckily I had a lot of family and friends around me and supporting me and helping me get through the tough times to get me where I am today. Absolutely and I know you have a pretty awesome resiliency in regards to just your working out and all this because you have a what a C7 injury right or is it C6? Yeah C- C6 C7 so um, initially I couldn't move anything from the neck down but while I was in inpatient rehab I did regain use of my arm, oh, but not yep. my hand. Right. And then through activity-based therapy in the fall, basically since I've come home, yeah. is how I've been able to like strengthen and get back what I've gotten since then. Are you able to use your triceps too then? Yeah, so I was really lucky and um, my triceps came back actually pretty early on. Okay, and good. Again, just through like constantly working out, they're actually pretty strong, and people are pretty surprised. Yeah, by them. That's great. Of my level, but um, I got lucky there. Well, yeah, you have a um, an incomplete injury, right? So I was originally diagnosed as complete, but mm-hmm. obviously um, a lot has changed since yep. that diagnosis. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't know at this point. Wow. To be honest. I would have to say you're definitely incomplete. There's That's exciting. That's really cool that your nerves have rewired back together. Even if you were initially complete, you're not anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's great. And so are you able to do all of your cares on your own too? Uh, or do you still need caregivers? Um, so my fiance is still actually my primary caregiver. I do okay. need a lot of help still with um, like the daily living activities, um, just like getting dressed and getting out of bed and transportation to and from um, my job at Next Step Orlando and where I get my, or where I do the activity-based therapy. Yeah. So I do still need help, Okay. but I have a little bit of independence. Yeah. And that's where, yeah, it's like a good balance. And you can push yourself around in a manual wheelchair, right? 
Right. That's pretty cool. I do need help mm-hmm. with, like, big ramps and stuff yeah. like that. Yep, yep. So, um, I definitely will never turn down a push. <laughs> um, do you ever uh, use um, those? Yeah. Do you ever have one of those manual chairs that has that um, that extra oomph, that, that power wheel or whatever? I've never had the, um, the power assist wheels, but I have tried out the... Synergy ZX1 before, which like actually gives you a little joystick, and yeah, oh, that yeah. was super helpful. That was helpful. That's cool. Well, I'm it's, excited to hear. Yeah. That's great. And you can transfer yourself, right? Since you can move your triceps, or is that still hard? I'm always curious as a quad myself. I have no tricep movement and can't transfer myself. So, um, it depends. There are certain situations that I can. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, when I was 13 I had um another I had a spinal fusion before I ever even was injured because I had really severe scoliosis okay so I'm actually used from C5 all the way down to L2 wow which makes transferring really difficult oh gosh that's that that makes your hard for you to move your back in the way that you need to right yeah, yeah, for sure. That's so crazy. I think that's one thing that holds me back a lot, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But I have excellent posture, which people point out. Oh, yeah. I've noticed that. Yeah, I was like, wow, man, Perla, you do sit great in your chair. And which leads us, actually, to the next question, because you have great posture, which means you look great sitting in your chair, and you're really great at taking photographs, because I know that you were, you're a Mets fan, and one, and you were in the Mets, you, did you, what was this photograph contest that you won exactly? I, I kind of forget the actual, t- like, contest. So it actually was started by this, like, um, this fan group that has become so big for the New York Mets that they actually um, are, like, endorsed by MLB now. But cool. I noticed them on TV because they travel to different ballparks across the country um, to see the Mets play and I saw them in Miami and um, so I started following them and kept up with them Um, and then just a few months later I saw a contest to be in their calendar yeah and Mm -hmm. it was like you have to submit photos and get votes and Mm -hmm. I ended up winning the contest so I was in the calendar which was really cool because the actual like New York Mets got a hold of it and the New York Daily News <laughs> and they ended up running a story on it mm-hmm. and I got to meet David Wright who is like my <laughs> idol from forever and my mm-hmm. like first crush ever so it was really incredible. Ah, I, I love that. I loved following that online. That made me happy. It's always good to see a girl, someone in a, in a, who uses a wheelchair, uh, you know, in that kind of uh, scene because people don't expect someone usually in a wheelchair to win that so I thought that was really cool that you did that so go Amanda <laughs> yeah thanks totally unexpected but um very welcomed surprise that's great so awesome so yeah and so now you stay busy working full-time with Next Step right yeah um I am just because you know I'm sure you know you're quite to the um it's kind of hard to work full-time for sure, but I do work part-time at Next Step Orlando, that's and then great. I'm able to work out there as oh, well. Oh, right. So that's so great. So how long have you been kind of working out there at Next Step? Has it been, I know they've been around for a while, right? Yeah, so um, when I got home from uh, inpatient rehab, Shepherd Center in Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, I was doing outpatient therapy, physical therapy, and OT, and it just wasn't challenging. I came from um, 
an active background. I danced competitively for like 11 years before getting injured. Oh, cool. So I just didn't find it challenging enough. And mm-hmm. we started researching um, other things. Mm-hmm. And that's when we found Next Step out in uh, California. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So I started making trips out there. And I just really felt that the activity-based therapy that they were doing instead of the traditional physical therapy was what was what going to help me get better and at least in the meantime help me sustain a, a, a really great quality of life. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, and we started, and I started meeting a bunch of people over there from like this part of the country. That's great. And just realized that the program needed to be accessible mm. in the southeast as well. So yep, in yep. 2009, my mom and I actually um started next step orlando oh, and you so did. i've been a part of it ever since that is so great so you guys are the founders yeah. of it wow yeah so you must so how many clients do you guys have that come into your facility i think it's so cool to, to this activity-based therapy i used to do a little bit through project walk when it was in minnesota about four years ago so i've had a taste of it and it's very it's very exciting yeah exactly um it's basically just the same exact um premise as project walk was that's and, great uh, we have a, we have quite a few um what we call like locals or um yeah i guess that's what we call them that's yeah regulars regulars yep yep um but we actually get a lot a lot of like out of state clients because let's face it orlando is a vacation destination so it's like that's a good idea come and get therapy and have fun at the same time who doesn't love to go to the beach or disney or yeah there's so many things to do there the thing yeah and then um we get a lot from out of the country as well like we have so many clients that come to us from like austria and switzerland and um Sweden and Brazil and Guatemala like literally from everywhere New Zealand Canada like everywhere so that's really um, cool that's really cool from everywhere it's a lot of fun meeting every that's like one of the perks I guess if there's like an upside to this whole thing is like through next step I've met some really incredible people that's one of the things too that I love about my injury too I, I feel though, you know, with activity-based therapy, is it, isn't it, isn't the cost prohibitive to a lot of people though? How do people afford the therapy? Yeah. So that's unfortunately the huge problem is that, um, we do have to charge for services and because it is not covered by insurance, mm-hmm. um, you know, our clients have to pay for it themselves. So, um, unfortunately if they don't have the means to do that, a lot of them have to stop coming which mm-hmm. really is really hard for us to yep. to ever have to like tell somebody they have to stop coming or they just have to fundraise right um and that's what we try to do at next step as well is we have annual fundraisers as well as small ones in between. that's really great and we yeah. just try to get the word out in the community to try to get the support so that we can grant scholarships to our clients that yeah i know i think that's great because i know so many people want to try it and it's just it's it's yeah that's i wish insurance would cover it just a little bit but it's crazy that they don't even want to touch that yet i just do you think there's ever going to be a chance one day that they'll cover it it's so hard because it's it's ongoing that's the thing is like you're always going to need it there's yep. no yep. 
there and that's the hard part for insurance to that's why they don't want i think they don't want to cover it because there's no end point in sight ah yes you're and right. also it's kind of hard mm-hmm. because yeah when you put when you get insurance involved they start limiting what you can do yeah and that's the beauty of our program is we're not limited by insurance so yep. it's like a catch-22 i know it sucks it's good but it's also bad so let's talk about what your gut what next step is going to be doing with um i fly the i fly indoor skydiving i am i've been watching i fly like take off the last few years They're, they even just installed an i fly here in minnesota like a couple months ago and I haven't done it yet personally, but I know that. So you guys are going to be sponsoring this with iFly in conjunction with SpinalCord.com, right? Or how's it working exactly? Yes. So SpinalCord.com has been a great supporter of Next Up Orlando, and mm-hmm. my friend Vinny there reached out and yep. told me that he wanted to do um, an event in a few locations at iFly for yep. adaptive indoor skydiving and asked me if I could get my friends from Next Up in the area Aww. together and um yeah go and try this that's so great i've never done it either personally oh, but i'm really excited ah really okay i think you are you yeah, my friend, i'm i'm really excited my friend jessica has done it quite a few times down in sunrise florida i think she's helping out yep Vinny on that location yep she is and she absolutely loves it and mm-hmm. um yes yeah, she's a really good friend and she's super adventurous like me so i'm super excited to try it have you ever been regular skydiving no, so, and I turned 30 next month, Ooh. which I really want to do that for my 30th birthday, so I think this will be a good test run. I think so. That's a great idea. I love this plan for you. Oh, my gosh. So, so it's no, okay, so for anyone listening out there that's in the Orlando area that is interested, why don't you let people know exactly when and where and how much it costs, or is it free? So we are going to be getting together at iFly on iDrive in Orlando on Wednesday, February 13th. It's from 6 to 8.30. And if you just want to contact me and get on the list to be a part of it, it is actually sponsored by iFly and SpinalCord.com. That's great. So you can get on the list and not have to pay a cent is what I'm hearing. That is correct. Wow. That's a pretty cool opportunity. But... Yeah, so there's 18 spots. There's nine filled already, so okay. I've got nine more available. So okay, okay. yeah, wow. let me know if you want to join. All right. Well, we hope that you have. You're going to be one of the skydivers, or right? Yeah, absolutely. I took one of the spots. <laughs> well, it's going to be fun. Hopefully after you go, we can get like some footage of everybody that's on this podcast. We can kind of put it up online at some point. It'll be fun to actually see people doing it too. I think the footage is actually really fun to watch, so. Yeah, I'm going to be um, filming for sure, and I know a lot of our trainers at Next Step have GoPros, so they'll be in there as well, and I'm sure we'll get some good footage. Okay, so this is kind of off topic, but when's your, when are you getting married? Oh, um, so we get married May 11th this year oh. in Daytona, so there's a lot of planning going on. Oh my God, well, and your birthday is when? Is it May as well, or is it, are you going to be 30 before your birth, or your wedding? Uh, right before my wedding, March 13th. Oh, my so gosh. actually one mm. month after an indoor <laughs> skydiving event. Oh, my gosh. You are a busy lady this spring. Mm. I can't even believe it. All right. Well, good luck with the event and good luck turning 30 and good luck getting married. You are mm. having a very exciting 2019. 
Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, and thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll check back in with you maybe later this year, okay, Amanda? Sounds great. All right, All right. thank you. Bye. Hi, everybody. So we are back with our, uh, our our next guest here for our show about this indoor skydiving event happening in South Florida. And we're joined by Jessica Kata from, I always forget where she's from in Florida, but she can tell us where she's from. But she is the voice behind It's That Wheel Kind of Love. It's a blog sharing her story of her injury and of her amazing love story with her I think it's her husband or fiance but we'll let her share that too I I don't know I don't know the latest but hey Jessica how are you I'm doing great thank you so much for having me <laughs> hey, totally it's, it's a pleasure to meet you and I'm um, it's awesome to finally speak with you I know we've been friends online so it's always fun to have this opportunity to hear each other's voices and say hello say hello um, Hi, everybody. So I know you know you're from Florida. That's and I know you have a spinal cord injury from, I believe, a surgery. Can you kind of tell us your backstory a little bit? Absolutely. So I am from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So if anybody's in the South Florida area, you know you can call me and I'll set up some adaptive events for us. Um, about my injury, I was injured six years ago. I am a T2 paraplegic incomplete. Okay. Um, my story starts prior to that. At the age of 14, doctors found a tumor. Their, ex their exact words were it was the size of the length of a hot dog and the width of a baseball. So wow. imagine that compressing into her spine. Wow. And um, it was compressed and wrapped around my spine. So I had my first surgery at 14 to remove 75% of the tumor. And it was a successful surgery, had three months of physical therapy, no issues with paralysis, nothing. I never thought about that tumor again after that. Wow. Fast forward 12 years, and I'm 26, and I start losing sensation in my lower half. And given my medical history, I immediately knew that the tumor had come back. So I go to see a neurologist. And really, just like I thought, we got an MRI and the tumor had fully grown back. And oh I thought, I, n I never really thought about it again. It's, it was a, a benign lipoma tumor. Okay. Oh, my God. So um, I had second surgery to remove it, and I maybe naively thought that it was going to be like the first time where everything went well. And unfortunately, they were able to remove 45% of the tumor, but with damage to my spinal cord. Oh, my God. So that's how I became paralyzed. And did you wake up paralyzed, or were you aware of it as it happened? It's, I don't know. It's kind of a so I went into surgery able-bodied. Mm -hmm. I it was just loss of sensation in my in certain spots of my legs. It wasn't even like like full loss of sensation. It was just like I would take a shower, and like sometimes I'm like, wait, I can't feel the water. Like that's oh, how I started no. noticing things. Mm -hmm. um, and but I was able. I was I went into surgery able-bodied, okay. and I woke up paralyzed. Oh shoot. Gosh, oh man! So, were you were you angry? Like, how would you, you be? I would be so angry if that like the doctor. Is I like, think it was more initially okay. denial because okay. I kept thinking, oh, it's going to be like the first time. So I mm. kept, I, and my initial thought before like anger even hit was, no, it's going to be just like the first time. I'm going to do rehab and I'm going to be walking again and I'm. You know, it, I think I was in a bit of denial before I hit any other phase. Oh, gosh. Um, so but, of course, I went through the, the anger and then the depression and the acceptance. And then, you know, and then yeah. you learn you still got to live. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> well, that's crazy. So you, it, the tumor came back, and do you feel like it, in a way that it, it was your fate, or do you just believe that you're, this is just kind of the way things, you know, accidents or, you know, random things happen in the universe? It's kind of a deep question. Mm-hmm. It is. Actually, I don't think anyone's actually asked me that, but um, I, I do believe that everything happens for a reason, and my story of, as you mentioned, of it's that real kind of love. Yeah. Um, you know, it continues on because my peer mentor happened to be my, uh, it turned into a friendship that mm-hmm. turned into my favorite love story of all time. So <laughs> uh, my fiance is the one who peer mentored me and had, I mean, in a way, like, yes, I hate my injury yet, but mm-hmm. in a way you kind of have to love the way that things are put into place because had it not been for our injuries, I wouldn't never met the love of my life oh my gosh so can i ask um his first name Reynaldo. Reynaldo. and where did you i will be and uh he he his last name is nice so i will be the future of mrs mason <laughs> Ooh, i love that it's beautiful that's a beautiful last name jessica mason that's beautiful yes so <laughs> where you know i always i think it's great peer mentoring post spinal cord injury in the first year or two it's so important where did you end up getting, um, where did you guys meet? Was it through your rehab hospital or? No, not at all, actually. We, we were both very involved in our community, and he played wheelchair basketball. Okay. And we were at a charity event where he was demonstrating, um, like, the wheelchair, his wheelchair basketball team were doing a demo. And I was there as a public speaker. And that's how we met. And what caught my attention was, like, he, he, you know, we caught each other's eyes. We kind of, uh, <laughs> it's easy to say that it was, like, love at first sight, but we did, like, you know, catch each other's eyes. And my parents back then were driving me to events. I wasn't driving yet. Yeah. So my parents came with me um, to all my events. And what caught my attention was that he, when, before introducing himself to me, he introduced himself to my parents. So I was like, wow, wow that's so similar. It's like, I don't, see, like, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Like, you know, he introduced <laughs> himself and then, wow. and then he came and introduced himself to, to me. And I was like, you know, I was like, oh my God, he's so sweet. Like, that is amazing. So At first. That's, that's how we met. <laughs> did you guys exchange numbers, like digits and start texting? <laughs> It was more like Jessica Facebook stalking Ray. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> to be cute. quite honest, I'm not gonna lie. It was like, okay, I met him, so I immediately went on social media, and I, <laughs> I mean, I can't. I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> oh my god! So. so. <laughs> I can't believe it. So was there any, like, you know, hesitancy? I mean, because, you know, there is the natural question. Okay, well, is it going to be hard to date someone else in a wheelchair, right? Everyone always thinks that. So what, did you guys talk about that at all? Or what, you guys like, whatever, well, we don't care? It's funny because dating was so far off my radar uh, when I, like, I met him, like, six or seven months post-injury. Oh, yeah. And um, I was in the wrong wheelchair. I was in the wrong, like, everything <laughs> I was doing was wrong. Right. Like, I, like he, he taught me everything that I know about being independent in a wheelchair. Oh, um, oh. Yeah, he taught me everything. I I, I, I thank him for everything that um, that's so I great. learned today. Oh. And, that's, um, that's pretty great. And so, and then you guys got engaged yeah. how many years after kind of meeting? So we 
known each other for a little bit over four years okay. yeah because I, i'm ended six years so mm. i'm losing count now but wow. it's been over four years okay that we've known each other and uh got engaged so cool. at for life world run last year on may oh, 6th oh yeah yeah so fantastic uh, yeah we're still in that like i i still get butterflies i still cry every time i see our engagement video i <laughs> that is so great so when are you gonna get married we're planning on a little thing because we actually just bought a home. Oh, you so did. Oh, that's, good uh, idea. that's another thing that caught me completely off guard with his surprise proposal is that, like, we knew that we wanted to be with each other. Like, after two years, we knew, like, we, we already knew we wanted to be with each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were house hunting, and we, were, we weren't going to discuss marriage until after we bought a house. And he actually had planned uh, with the whole Red Bull team and the World Red team, like, six months in advance. Like, people that I talk to on an everyday basis, I plan with them. And no one spilled the beans. No one, like, gave any hints or, like, anything at all. <laughs> and I thought we were just doing a regular interview when, when things started getting personal, like, questions started getting personal. And that's when he popped the question, and it was in front of 2,000 people. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh. I, I think I said yes before even seeing the ring. Like, I just I started ugly crying. That's like the cutest. So, in the world, and for people listening, the Red Bull Wings for Life run is an annual research, a spinal cord injury research, um, like, fundraiser they do by uh, kind of hosting this, like, worldwide marathon, which I think is crazy. Cool. Right. So it's a run that takes place all over the world, and 100% of the proceeds worldwide go to spinal cord research. That's so cool. So uh, and you guys were, we're both ambassadors Aww. for them, too, Aww. as well. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, he, he pulled it off, like, uh, you know, we do a couple interviews every year, and they, they're like, oh, we have to do your interview. They kept pushing on the interview. I was like, okay, let's do this interview. <laughs> and little did I know that it was our, our proposal. And I said, yes, of course. Oh, and, my God. That's the and, um, and then we... We uh, we hadn't bought the house yet, so that's why he caught me completely off guard because we had we had talked that like marriage would come after we buy the house, so that was our main focus. And then this past August, we actually bought our house, so Aww. everything kind of fell into place like Aww. perfectly. You guys are great, and I think it's great. You guys are a great example of how sometimes you know. It's, it's sometimes dating someone that can really understand what you've gone through might be the best partner for you. I think, I don't know, I, I think that there's something to it. You know, he understands. I every- love the fact that he understands, yeah. doesn't judge, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, with spinal cord injuries, you may have bowel accidents, you may have this, you know, yeah. you know and he understands, and I, he's never once judged me, he's never once, you know, if anything, right. he's there that to help wipe me down or like you know like he's, he's you know he's been so helpful and um and not to say that like you know with like an able body or you know it's not the same but it's it's you know it there's something different when someone actually understands exactly what you're going through and again dating was so far off my radar I was not like that I, my main mission was like just recovery and you know rehab and 
and they just, it just happened that it, it worked out that way, you know? That's what they say. Um, Love usually finds you when you least expect it, and it sounds like you guys yeah, are, are soulmates, kind of, it sounds like, I think. It's really a beautiful story. I think so, too. So, <laughs> and so how often do you guys update your blog so people out there know, like, they can check in on you and stuff? So basically any event that we do, we're pretty active. Um, so the blog is www.itsthatwheelkindoflove.com. Mm-hmm. I used to be justvicata.com when I was, uh, you know, single by myself. Right. And then it we became one, and all of our adaptive adventures are on our website. We do adaptive surfing. We do adaptive uh rock climbing we bring so many events down here really adaptive indoor skydiving you guys are great i didn't know that so you guys <laughs> so you guys are not just doing basketball oh no you guys have branched out oh we do do you name i uh, ray has told me uh kindly to stop signing us up for so many 5Ks every weekend. <laughs> 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 he's, he's like, uh, his shoulders are feeling it. He's, he's 10 years injured, so he's 10 years in. I'm oh. 6 years in. Oh. So he's got a little bit more wear and tear where I'm like ready to like do the next like 5K or do the next marathon or do the next, you know. You and guys are great. Like, Can we take a break for a little bit? So, <laughs> <laughs> do you guys work out together? Like, do you guys like go to the yes, gym? Yes, we do. So on our blog, we do adaptive workouts. How you could do uh, workouts in your wheelchair oh without like just outdoor that. workouts. You don't need to go to a gym if you don't have a gym membership. We show that as well on my on our blog. Yes, um, I love adaptive that. travel, adaptive, I, just anything that anything that anybody else able-bodied with you yep we just show how we do it adaptively like it's not that like we can't do it we just do it differently if you had to like to kind of in a couple sentences describe what exactly does all these adaptive sports do for you post-injury like why do you think they help you can you kind of encapsulate it for us it gives me life it gives you life i can tell you that because in in the beginning when i uh, had this spinal cord injury and finally accepted it for what it was, mm-hmm. I really thought it was the end all. I thought that oh, yeah. I wasn't going to be able to do everything that I used to do. Yep. And I actually think that I do, no, I not think, I know that I do more now than I did before. I'm I'm a certified scuba diver. Really? Like, I never Holy thought moly. I would do that. Wow. I, are you kidding? <laughs> I, a certified scuba diver. That's that's like that's that's cool. That must have that costs a lot of money too to do that. That's crazy. That is. Awesome. Yeah. So we're lucky down here in South Florida to have so many foundations that help. Oh yeah. Um. So they they've been very helpful in getting us certified and. Really. Um, What's the nonprofit? And, so that it's Aquanauts, Aquanauts. Academy, yeah, yeah, yeah I and, that. or Aquanauts Adaptive Scuba. Either one is going to lead you to the same site, cool. and they are great. And they they've got us certified. They take us out scuba diving. We it's always safe. It's always a great time. We also do ocean conservation when we're out in the water. Oh, up What like. You know the the sites down under, and we've seen some amazing things. I've been head to head with a, a shark, what? which is pretty cool. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> I, I'll save that for do, you. We do have a love for the. That's something that we we also connected on immediately was that we both have a love for the ocean. Oh, that is so and, cool. Uh, are, so- a lot of things just lined up with both of us, like and. Uh, 
uh, we're both adrenaline junkies. Like you, you say like some, there's something that's going fast. You know, like <laughs> we're we're ready to do it. Well, you guys should try out uh, adaptive uh, skiing. I just got back from Colorado and went to a ski resort and had the time of my life going down the slopes. It's pretty fun. That is on the bucket list. Yeah. I cannot wait to try that out. It's cold. It's very cold, I will tell you. It's extremely cold. Well, I, this Florida girl is not used to yeah. that, but I will be bundled up in order to try it. Like, I will do what I need to in order to try it. You gotta try it. So, I want you, I want to talk about the indoor, I want to talk about the indoor skydiving event and how you got kind of connected with um, that, because that's kind of what we're kind of excited about talking about, because it's going to be a free event, right, for people if they're interested in trying that out. Is yes, it? it is so amazing. Yeah. I can I cannot wait for it. Uh, I am a contributor a contributor to SpinalCore.com, and that is a website that is run by Spoke Law Firm, and yep. they're covering the cost for eighteen wheelers in yeah. South Florida okay. to be able to do. They're giving us the gift of flight, is wow. what they're doing. Yeah, and. To be able to be out of our chairs and feel like we're just flying and have, not have a worry in the world. And I can speak from experience because I've actually done it 14 times myself. Oh, my God. Really? And, 14? Um, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. And I'm actually learning, learning how to start start to fly unassisted because right <sighs> now you fly with two instructors. Yep, yep. And um, we're, we're, Ray and I are done it so much that they're starting to like teach us techniques on like the goal at the end is to be you know like the first pair is to, to do indoor skydiving unassisted uh, I love that goal you get in the Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> or something <laughs> I didn't even think about that but it would be, it'd just be cool to you know meet that goal that's so, awesome um, I know the joy of it I can't wait to see the smiles on 18 wheelers that are going to be able to try it most, most of them for for the first time, and the thing that keeps them from coming on all abilities night sometimes is the cost, right. because a lot of them are newly entered, and they're thinking about other expenses, and Spoke Law Firm has come and has given us the greatest gift that we're able to, you know, give them a night where they don't have to worry about anything else except come and have fun. I think that's amazing. And it's going to be can you, the, the like the finer details, like just so people know exactly like when they want to show up or when they need to show up if they're interested. So it's going to be Wednesday, February 13th from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Right. And we are going to host 18 wheelers in our location. And I know that Soap Law Firm is also doing it. In for our friends in Tampa and Orlando, so they're so, doing it wow. pretty big. It's all over. And they're help, they're they're giving a a big gift to so many people, and uh, we can't thank them enough. I can't wait to hear about the experiences people have after the event is over. I think it'll be really fun, and I know that you guys sound like you're addicted, so there has to be something quite exciting about it. You're funny. It's just that freeing feeling and I don't want to give too much away because I feel like I feel like you just have to experience it for yourself but once you're out of that chair and you're just you're you're literally flying you're you know you don't like even whether you're adrenaline junkie or not it's just it feels like freedom have you it just feels like Yes. I was going to say, have you tried the the virtual reality um, goggles with the with the sky, indoor skydiving experience? 
I have not. I'm not sure if our local um, indoor skydiving has that, okay. but I really, really want to try it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> because that would be, that would probably be like the closest thing to the real deal. Yeah, without, without having to actually risk your life. That's what I love about indoor skydiving is why do you, why, people jump out of perfectly good working airplanes and instead you can just go to indoor skydiving. It sounds like a great. I, I, I'm guilty of doing it twice <laughs> when I was able-bodied. I did. Uh, I did jump out of two perfectly good planes. So how did that uh, again, feel? Adrenaline junkie. And what was the? I, is it? How does it compare? Like the real thing to the to the indoor thing? Completely different. It, it is completely different because uh, you you do feel much safer indoor skydiving. You're only going maybe like. 20 to 30 feet in the air, right. whereas I jumped out of a plane at 18,000 feet, which is the highest tandem jump that you can do. Uh, and oh, my God, no. You do, like, when, you're, when, you, when you see the sight, when you're on the edge of the plane and you do see what you're about to, like, jump into, you do get those butterflies in your stomach. I don't think you get those same butterflies when you're indoor. You feel a lot safer. But, you know, you're still jumping out of a perfectly good plane. Like, anybody's going to get those butterflies. Anybody's going to get, you know, that feeling of, what did, what did I just get myself into? And there's only one way down. But, Whereas indoor skydiving is much more safer. If you don't, I mean, there's no reason not to feel safe. Because it's, it's, it's a short, like, one-minute flight, and then you're back in your chair. I still like the um, idea of, the, of flying, though. There's that freedom that you still get, which sounds this fantastic, so. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, if anyone has an inkling of wanting to do it for, for real and jump out of a plane, I say do it. I absolutely do it. It's a different experience, and I, I'm, I actually can't wait to do it. Again, Ray has a skydiving ever oh my so gosh. I want to take him okay. so I just have to find a place that is trained to help uh, adaptive people you know jump out of free well so. you guys are going to be um, having a lot of fun blog posts in the future when are you getting married we're eloping so you can't so tell that anybody that's, that's that, that I see TBA. right so <laughs> that means you're literally not going to tell anybody till you, you've done it sorry so I'm, I'm kind of dumb exactly. to eloping exactly oh my god that's actually a really that fun idea that hasn't been planned out quite yet we're still in like the modification like modifying our house and okay. that's like the only thing I can really think of right now okay um well it's exciting that's a big project that's a big thing but you know, at big deal. some point whenever we feel like it we'll just jump on a plane and go somewhere and get married and everyone will know when we get back oh, <laughs> you guys are so great you know thank you so much for sharing your your life with the world through your blog and I think that's what you're doing a great service for the community the spinal cord injury community so thank you so much and it's so great to meet you thank you you as well you're doing so much for our community as well and i gotta thank you i see you all over the place oh yeah and thank you for everything that you do oh thank you jessica good luck with your house and i'll be chatting with you soon i hope okay sounds good have a good night all right yep bye hey everybody so we are going to be speaking with uh troy smith he is from tampa bay uh, Florida and he works with Stay and Step and Stay and Step is an activity based therapy and I and I it's fun funny because I ran into Ronnie Camargo I think he's the founder of this facility um, a few years ago when I was speaking at this facility at this event um, called oh God I can't even remember the name of the event but I was in Florida a few years ago and I met Ronnie Camargo so it's kind of cool to speak with people from this facility or organization so hey Troy how are you thanks so much for coming on the show 
I'm great, Tiffany. Thanks for having me. So I, let's see. So you are the director, right? Director of operations. And the operations manager. Operation. Mm -hmm. So can you kind of just go over exactly what Stay and Step does? Because I'm sure I kind of didn't really do a good job of like explaining exactly what you guys do over there. No, so I mean, it was pretty on par. We're activity-based therapy center. Mm -hmm. uh, we treat. Uh, we believe in long-term rehab. So, uh, as as anyone who has dealt with spinal cord injuries or any kind of paralysis knows, it's not a quick turnaround. It's not a one to two week or a couple month thing. Uh, so, what our mission is is we focus on trying to take some of the financial burden off. Uh, of our clients that come through the door. Mm -hmm. So we focus on raising money and uh, setting up partnerships with different organizations within the area that are friends to the cause. So cool. for all of our clients that are able to come to stay in step, um, they don't have to pay the full cost of uh, what the therapy actually charges anywhere else that you go to any other center. Wow. That's... Our mission is to try to take some of that financial burden off everyone that comes here, get some form of scholarship or we call it our supplemental program. Everybody gets some form of supplemental discount that comes here. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I I was going through a project walk for a short amount of time, and I was getting a discounted rate, and then I had to pay that full rate, and I, it was very expensive, and I was like, yeah, I can't go to right. that anymore. But it is your. Exactly. But I was gonna say, you know, you're when you talk about how rehab should be a prolonged thing, and I agree because I'm a C6 quadriplegic, and I was injured way back in 93 and they spit me out of the rehab system about after two and a half months and and there wasn't even any thought of what you guys are doing now which I think is so cool and I mean you're working directly with your clients and can, you're seeing the results firsthand right and which is and it's real it's really real and I think some people have a tendency not to want to believe it's actually like working like do some people go oh they're just an incomplete injury it would have happened anyways well, the thing that I've noticed, so in my background, I'm, I'm a Navy veteran, and okay. uh, I was a PTA. I was a PTA in the Navy. Okay. So I have kind of a, uh, a rehab background, but more of the sports med uh, injuries. Uh, so mm -hmm. ours was kind of just turning and burning, getting people back out, ready on the battlefield, uh, you know, back yeah. out to the field. Yeah. And so for us, and so for me, it was really different coming from that setting, yeah. uh, and then coming to this setting to where. Uh, it's not a set timetable, and here it's uh, like you said, incomplete. It's, mm -hmm. uh, that's the magic. That's the magic of it. Yep. How are, how the body heals? It, mm -hmm. it takes time, but it, it takes, takes a lot of time. Yep. It takes a while. So it's so what we focus on here is putting the body in the best position of where it can actually heal itself, and uh, getting people up, getting them standing, and uh, and, and so a, yeah. a lot of things that I've learned being at stance up for uh, the greater part just under two years is is that a lot of our clients come in with a very negative prognosis and diagnosis from their doctors in traditional medicine that'll yep. look at them and tell them that yep. they'll never get better. Yep. So a lot of what we have to do besides conditioning the body is conditioning the mind and conditioning them to yeah. be receptive to trying exercises and out-of-the-box uh, activities that everyone with all the MDs and the DDs and all the different actors around their name has always told them that, hey, man, it's a lost cause. So, yeah, that's, so, that's, so that's, that's what we do here. Could you maybe without, you know, specifics, like talk about like a like someone that got better, like some like recovery that you saw through the program? Sure. So we're, we're not snake oil salesmen, so we'll never say we'll get you up and get you walking. Right. Uh, and then... And, and, you know the whole the whole morality and ethics clause there, but we do we do sell hope. I mean, we provide hope here. We get to see it every day. Our environment is very unique, mm -hmm. 
and that here as an able-bodied person yeah. I am the one who stands out I'm the outlier so <laughs> when clients come here whether they're one year or 10 years post-injury they're in a community so that's something that actually helps in terms of that um you know that psychosomatic oh, in yeah. terms of that actual that that healing and you know healing your nurturing your spirit yeah. you kind of believe in kind of a three-part way that we train in terms of we the body the spirit mm -hmm. and then also that third part that we really focus on is the family because anyone who's gone through this kind of it, it takes as much of a physical toll on the individual and the mental toll on them as also as their family yeah. so you asked about some of the successes that we've seen we've had some clients come in here to where they've been uh, they've used the quadriplegics where they've been yeah. using head and neck and mouth control mm. and through some of the things that they've gotten through years uh, and, and months of therapy now yep. one uses the actual uh, 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 hand control wow we had one in, we had one individual uh, that That's came cool. in in a power chair you know uh, he, he slipped and fell and uh, yeah. and then uh, he at our at our gala before last with the yeah. assistance of his wife and Anna Walker uh -huh. he was able to walk up and give a speech oh my gosh so, that's so cool yeah so so we've been able to see some cool things here and you guys are only located right in Tampa right there is no other facilities around the country or anything like that well no we haven't franchised we're not like the project walk model right. there are other activity-based therapy centers in Florida as you're aware of but yep. we are the only ones located in the Tampa Bay greater area yes okay and can you just talk about how stay in step was just founded I, I kind of talked about Rami's story but can you just go over it real so people can hear sure so the quick story the quick short story Romy Romy uh, yeah. Romy Kamar, Rom, Romy Camargo uh, he is a uh, Special Forces uh, Green uh, Army Green Beret yeah. and his third tour in Afghanistan uh, on a humanitarian mission. He was shot in the neck during an Afghan uh, uh, ambush. Mm. His convoy was attacked by a sniper, so he was uh, C3 complete. Wow. And and uh, they did an emergency uh, trach and stabilized him on the battlefield. His mm. uh, field medic mm. actually stabilized and saved his life in the battlefield. Wow. Then he spent about eight, 18 months in Walter Reed. Uh, and, um, yeah, so that, and then in 2014, yeah. he and his wife decided to, they were actually going to Project Walk in Orlando, yeah. driving back and forth a few hours, like three hours, multiple times a week to get him the therapy he needed. And then when, um, in 2014, he and his wife decided to start this, start saying that they yeah. raised about $750,000 so and cool. just going faith and love and, and, and an area of need, yeah. honestly, yeah. because just through through uh, networking and learning about others in the community, realized that there are a lot of other individuals in the Tampa Bay area that needed a place to go for their sons, daughters, wives, and husbands. Oh, and then so uh, in 2015, June, June 15, 2015, uh, they opened uh, Stay and Step, and we just celebrated our three-year anniversary last June. Ugh, well, congratulations. Coming up on our fourth. That's, yeah. that's mm -hmm. so cool. I love, I love that story. And, and, and how was he, is it, did he was able to get any recovery back through his uh, rehab process, Rami? Oh yes, yeah. so he he was actually the first active duty member to get uh, stem cells. Oh, really? Uh, so he, he went out to Lisbon, Portugal, and got some stem cells. And oh. just he, he does therapy four times a week. Okay, and through his great. therapy, uh, for him, since he's such a high level, yeah. uh, he still has a di diaphragmatic, uh, he has a, a breathing stimulator. Oh, yeah. But, and, and still has, still has the trach. But for him, uh, it's it's been able to increase his muscle mass decreased spasticity wow. and he hasn't been in, he hasn't been in the hospital one time since his initial injury yeah and for this population that's that is that's a huge and he also he's got some tricep he's got he's got a little bit of tricep uh, hey, cool. tricep 
uh, activation and also he has sensation now down lower than that's so injury. cool that's so exciting yeah. mm -hmm. when I was doing project rock oh. I was getting like a little activation in my right leg you know and they know you notice it and it's like you of don't course. even you don't even realize it's there sometimes because it's so subtle but that's what's mm -hmm. so cool about working with you guys is that you're able to um, notice these things and then I think facilitate hopefully more out of it it's so cool um, and the thing, Tiffany, the thing, Tiffany, with that, which is hard for someone like me in my role, is just yeah. how do we? Because in traditional medicine, you know, okay, well now your quad is firing, you're, you're picking up your leg, but how do we show just that excitement you had when you got to see the activation in your quad? Like, uh, you know, progress for for this this population is mm -hmm. completely different mm -hmm. than it is for able-bodied. So it's like, oh, how yeah. can we actually quantify that? And show that you know traditional health cares or mm -hmm. healthcare providers or insurance providers that you're not quote unquote wasting money. I know, and that's that, like that's mm -hmm. my challenge and my battle because yeah. you know for insurance we do take insurance here. That's great, and we're a Medicare facility and uh, no other activity based therapy centers are. That's crazy it's a battle. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. Mm -hmm. So not mm -hmm. only do we provide a, a discount to all our clients, like a great discount up to fifty percent for some. We also provide uh, a resource. We have uh, three licensed clinicians that can take insurance. Wow. And we do that also getting, <laughs> not what we charge, but we do that to just try to open the access of care for those who need it. So it's wow. just, uh, it's a battle. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. I'm, I'm that's really, I did not know that uh, you were able to get some insurance companies to uh, cover those services. That's pretty, that's a surprise, but I'm glad that's, kind of going in that way maybe we'll see that happen more and more so um and yeah. i'll and i since we were talking about you know veterans and stuff you guys do help out your clientele is a mix of veterans and like uh civilians right veterans and civilians veterans are art like i said i'm a veteran mm -hmm. romy's a romy is a veteran itself so uh we have our proximity we're in close location at the james a avba down here in tampa okay, okay. uh but uh only honestly, only about thirty percent of our total client population are veterans. Okay. The other seventy percent are all all civilians. That's so great. So it's so we just uh, we we use uh, we use whatever kind of platform we can build through it be um, our veteran community to actually carry over to help out our civilian our civilian counterparts that they need the help as well. And um, how about age age restrictions? Is children up to any age? I imagine. No, we, we have, uh, we actually last year got our first uh, youth client, I believe uh, she's 11. She was just, uh, her, our physical therapist and her mother uh, were, our physical therapist worked prior, they had a relationship and she just kind of, she's just a tall, she's just a, a, a big kid. Yeah. So she kind of grew the youth facility she oh, was in. Yeah, yeah. So, so we have the ability and we have a two to one model to where we have a therapist and an, and an aid with uh, all our clients. Cool. So, right, and just the safety and the motivation and to be able to put you in some, you know, precarious positions and standing and well, have you have that trust that, you know, I'm not going to fall. That's huge. So, and at her age, right, too. She's huge, you know. And, right. and she's going to be growing soon, so that's important for her to be able to get up and stretch out. Hopefully um, her bones will be as, big, as long as they were supposed to be before injury, so... That's, that's, right. that's really cool. So um, let's talk a little bit because, you know, I know you guys are helping out with SpinalCord.com's uh, skydive event happening in February. And I just wanted yes. to end a little bit with you guys just uh, just talking about, have you actually done any of the indoor skydiving or is this your first time kind of doing this? I have never done 
indoor skydiving, no. I never jumped out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> and uh, my, my, my fiance, she is the, she's the adventure type, so she uh, did my bush gardens, and she's the one who's pulled me there, you know, but, you know, I'm the driving for me is an adventure, so. Yeah. So, no, I, I have, yet to take, have yet to take part in indoor skydiving. This is why I'm excited. I'm excited to do indoor di- skydiving, too. I wish I could come with you guys to the event next month. I'm in Minnesota, but. You're gonna. You guys are basically just one of the uh, organizations that's helping bring people to the event. And are you going to be taking part though? So we have. It's been open. So uh, Vinny Dolan, uh, he ran SpinalCord.com, and you know, he's he uh, works for Swope and Redon, who are actually uh, um, sponsoring the event. They've oh, been yeah. a great friend to stay in step for. I mean, for going on two years now. That's great. And uh, he brought this to me uh, and our clients. And so far, we've had about nine or ten of the available, like, 18 or so spots. That's cool. That have already signed up. So, and, and that's just not paras. That's quads as well, too. So we have, right, so they their program, they've had, they've, They've flown uh, pairs or quads before where they just fly them with two additional instructors versus just one. So, so these guys are looking forward to it. So, right. so we're excited. I'm excited too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, it's been really cool to chat with you. I, I, I love that you got involved yourself in this whole world, even though, you know, it sounds like you don't have any personal like you do you have any friends or family members who have a spinal cord injury it was just kind of this is your like your passion from your job i think that's well, awesome well uh, i mean it just kind of was a, like i said i'm military yeah. and uh mm-hmm. and had a physical therapy background actually when i was when i came to stand step i was i was looking for a, a new career path okay. and just through uh honestly networking one of their former board members and board presidents actually introduced me to Romy. Okay. And there was actually a position of need that they needed to have MBA. So I have cool. a business background. So mm-hmm. it was one of the things to wear. And, and then, you know, community mm-hmm. service and uh, giving back had always been something that had been ingrained in me from a young age. Mm-hmm. So it just was kind of one of the things to where it just kind of fit. And, uh, you That's know, so cool. I'm just, I guess I've, I've grown on Romy and Gabby. They can't get rid of me now. So. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, that's fantastic. It sounds like that you're doing a really great job down there. Um, and that's, yeah, when maybe when, if I come down to Florida, I'm coming in to say hi. That's for sure. I'll tell you that right now. I know you want to escape that smell. Yeah, I do. I, I just got back from Colorado. And so, yeah, Florida sounds fantastic today. So, exactly. but yeah, thank you so much, Troy. Have a great, uh, I hope the event next month is excellent. And, yeah, yeah. C- continued success with uh, Stay and Step down there. Thank you. Can I plug one thing we have coming up in the near future? Yeah. Well, this year. So uh, we have our third annual Abilities Games coming up. Oh. And our Abilities Games is a co-mingled event. It's actually been uh, promoted through SpinalCord.com. And um, and it's one of the things that I'm really proud of. It's my baby. Okay, uh, it's, really? Uh, the first event that I created. And oh. basically the whole premise mm-hmm. by, the whole premise is we take quads, we take pairs, and then we take able-bodied members. Okay. We, we co-mingle teams. We do like CrossFit style competition. And there's no... There's no quote-unquote handicaps in terms of, That's like, awesome. everyone does the same exercises. Actually, the events and the exercises are created to actually put able-bodied personnel like myself at a disadvantage. Like, if I did a wheelchair, <laughs> if I did a wheelchair obstacle race with someone that's a para, you guys, they're, they're going to kill me because they, they do this. <laughs> all day every day they know how to maneuver a curve they know how to get around things so mm-hmm. so that's coming up in uh, the june july time frame of this year okay. and uh we compete against other activity-based therapy centers and shout out to core in orlando who is one of our 
our uh, competitors uh, and brought a strong following down last year. So really excited about that. And, Where will it uh, be located? Is it Tampa and too? That's the million. That's a million dollar question. So <gasps> we did it in Tampa. We did it in Tampa. But my goal is to grow it to where there's where we can we can keep it a stay and step event, but it's a mobile event to okay. where like there's there's two activity based therapy centers in Orlando. There's several in Miami. Yeah. And I've been trying to slowly reach out to the other ones because my mm-hmm. goal is they bring up the team there from there and we bring the team that's a and great idea. You know, we all compete. You know, and, and yeah. we can we can move the location. But it's just depending on how much interest we have. I mean, you know, I'm lazy. We have a, I have a, <laughs> I have a, two, I have a newborn son coming in March. So, oh my you god! Know, if, you know, if I can keep, if I can stay local, I will. But if there's, if there's an interest in Orlando, we'll pull it to Orlando. If there's an interest in Miami, I'll pull it to Miami. So yeah. So hopefully someone will hear this and they'll Something, shout out yeah. and say, you know, let's get down to Miami or let's get somewhere else and let's make it happen. Yeah, you should look at like a like a university type facility that would maybe be the spot, right? I mean, we've had it donated at a CrossFit gym, former uh, veteran who just believed in the cause, uh, Sunny Alexander. She's uh, my co-founder, mm-hmm. and she's a veteran, and so she does CrossFit. So her CrossFit box, uh, Hyde Park, uh, CrossFit Hyde Park down here in Tampa, they donate the space, they donate the time, they donate their trainers. So, That's I mean, amazing. we're still not probably, and we don't, we, I haven't monetized the event. Mm-hmm. So the goal is, we, you know, we brought in additional sponsors and things like that. So. So um, keeping awesome. cost down is always at the top of uh, my nonprofit <laughs> oh, model That's so. the hardest. Well, so you don't have a date, an actual date yet, right? No, we're st- we're in the planning phase, but it's been it's an annual thing, and okay. I want to keep it that way that's so cool. then we can kind of build some momentum. Last year was in June, okay. So uh, we'll yeah, promote so it'll this. Probably be June of this year. Well, mm-hmm. when you get more details, we will definitely share them with the community. So this is like a little bit awesome. of a teaser. So yeah, anyone it's listening out there, we need people to maybe think about a location for this event, right? This is good. There we go. There okay. We go. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Troy. Have a fantastic uh, rest of the week, and uh, you know, good luck next month with. The skydive event so thank you so much thank you okay have a great night bye all right hey everybody so as we've been talking about through the whole podcast we're talking about the new um indoor a skydiving kind of trend that's happening throughout the country and especially about the uh, really cool event happening in the south florida area in february the day before valentine's day and so we are joined right now by anna griffin of iFly tampa she uh works there she's one of the sales managers but she's also just an advocate for you know indoor skydiving for people of all abilities so we thought she'd be a great guest to have on so she could talk about the sport and about the event. So, hey, Anna, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Awesome. I am excited about this event for people with disabilities, and I think you guys are still recruiting people, right? Absolutely. And, you know, to share with you, it's actually a multi-location event. So yeah. it will be hosted here in Tampa, also at our Orlando iFly location and in Fort Lauderdale. So we're working uh, locally within each of those markets to uh, get on board as, as many folks as possible. Yeah, we had Jessica um, Jessica Kata on and she was uh, representing the Fort Lauderdale location. So sure, that's really sure. cool. So there's three or four locations offering this. Correct. Yep. No, three or four. 
Oh, I'm so sorry. There are three uh, three here in the Florida area for Sweet. this particular event. Okay. Um, so I will share that our interest is uh, moving forward to potentially host this on a national scale. Oh, so with cool. FBI. That's mm-hmm. so cool. And so I think when I was talking to Jessica, she was talking about how each location is looking for like around 10 to 15 people or what's the specifics? I just so people so- know. Sure. So the specifics are it's going to be 18 adaptive needs flyers. Okay. Um, we are also uh, welcoming friends and family as well to fly, you know, at that discounted rate. It's thirty nine ninety five per person. Um, of course, okay. are the adaptive needs flyers. That's going to be uh, uh, taken care of and uh, supported by uh, Vincent Dolan's firm, Swope Ronante. Yeah, that's so nice. And I think mm-hmm. that 18 people per location, that's a lot of people, really. It is. It is. We're really excited to be able to uh, to offer that that space. And mm-hmm. so, are you searching just people with spinal cord injuries, or for, for this for this event, we are. Um, so, what we've done is linked up with uh, several of the different rehabilitation centers uh, that are within our local markets, and cool. they in turn are reaching out to their past and present clients and okay. offering this as a you know a free event for them since it is being sponsored uh, again by by the the Vincent firm. So, um, yeah, really exciting. And I feel like this is probably the, this is the first time this has been done, right? Uh, this is not the first time this has been, been done. In fact, uh, the All Abilities Night first came to be in 2016 uh, at our iFly Portland uh, location. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the guys and girls out there were, were really keen on sharing the flight experience with the friends and family mm-hmm. of of everyone that comes into our doors, regardless of their physical or cognitive ability. So they saw so much success with that. Of course, once the other sales managers around the country started hearing about it, you know, a lot of us have really just taken charge and and, and done the best that we can to bring this program to our own market. Right. But this is the first time you're doing this in the South Florida area, though, right? Correct. That's what I was wondering about. So that's really great. So are you reaching out to like rehab hospitals or just or what's like your what what are you you trying to find people that have been paralyzed for a long time or Uh, actually you know it's it really as far as the the timeline you know it's it's really up to the flyer you know what we're really interested in as far as the people that uh we're wanting to provide this event for it's Mm -hmm. it's really for those that are searching for that feeling of inclusiveness and, um, and, and community and camaraderie, right? Yeah. So uh, we're just really encouraging everyone to, you know, break past those perceived barriers and limits mm-hmm. and, and allow us to show them what, what flying is really about. So how did you get involved in this whole indoor skydiving adaptive stuff? It's funny you ask. So I actually, um, I just transferred here from uh, Texas mm-hmm. with iFly. I originally started working with iFly after I saw my first adaptive needs flyer fly in Austin, Texas. I was oh. actually as a just a regular guest waiting cool. to go and fly in the wind tunnel and mm-hmm. uh, saw a little girl with cerebral palsy. She's about six or seven years old. Mm-hmm. Um, the look on her face during her flying activity, mm-hmm. not only that, paired with the expressions of her friends and family and parents, uh, I, I honestly, Tiffany, I was literally moved to tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next day, I made a complete career path. That's awesome. Looking into mm-hmm. iFly, yep. And so that's what has brought me here. I've now been with the company for four years. And wow. it, it really has stemmed from that one moment. That's so. crazy. And I feel like <laughs> yeah. it's really interesting too, you know, that, you know, you took up to it an adaptive indoor skydiving. It's really, and that's what it's all about. Cause that's all they, re- that's the only thing that they offer in the wind tunnel, right? There's no other crazy stuff you're doing in there right now. 
Right, sure. For first-time flyers, no. Um, you know, the wind tunnel is used for, you know, military training, of course, for skydivers to train in different cool, things. Cool. Um, but, but right, the, the flying is flying. And so, that, so uh, that's interesting. And so when you bring someone in with a disability, I, I've watched a couple of videos on YouTube, and everyone, even mm -hmm. Jessica, was talking about, so you kind of use two able-bodied uh, volunteers, you know, people that come in and help. Mm -hmm. How does that work exactly then? Absolutely. So, you know, what's really great about the program is that, you know, we, we do our very best to accommodate everyone, mm -hmm. right? But, you know, we do want to be sure that the in individuals that will be flying with us mm -hmm. uh, do take the time to read the legal waiver, right. right, to see any issues that may arise. Of course, we also definitely encourage, you know, our adaptive needs flyers to, to go ahead and check with their doctor and be cleared for, you know, the, the act of flying. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as the flight instructors, Every single one of our flight instructors is trained uh, to host adaptive needs flyers, whether that be cognitive or, or physical adaptations. And uh, typically there will always be two instructors in the wind with that flyer at all times. So, so the key there. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. So you have to have two people, they have to have four hands on you? Right, exactly. And again, that's just to mm -hmm. make sure that the flyer is safe. That's okay. our number one priority. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So you have like someone holding your legs if you're paralyzed and what if you're like, what if you're like, what if your legs aren't paralyzed? Let's say you're just like mildly disabled. Is it always two people then though? It typically it will be. It doesn't always have to be, mm -hmm. you know, that's just something that, you know, we, we do a very good follow-up process with, you know, the it's caretakers crazy. and with the individuals that will be participating in the flying yeah, activity yeah. to determine the level of, um, right. You know, the level, right. The, the level of uh, accommodations that need to be taken. So. so if someone decides to come, can they just show up with their doctor's note or whatever? And then you guys can decide how they can g safely go yes. into the tunnel? Absolutely. On a day-to-day -day basis, they absolutely can. Um, mm -hmm. We do always recommend making a reservation first. Okay. The reason for that, number one, is to guarantee the space, but also so that we can go ahead and start having the conversation about the accommodation. Right, right, right. And that's mm -hmm. pretty cool that you guys will sit down and talk to people because I think people absolutely. get a little bit embarrassed or they're worried that they're going to take up employees' time, you know, talking about sure. stuff. So that's really cool that they can just call up and go, hey, I have a disability, and they'll say, come on in, and we'll talk to you, huh? That's so cool. Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, outside of the sponsored events, yeah. like this one, for example, you know, traditionally we host a, an all-abilities event quarterly, and that is where we open we open that up to the general public. Right, right, right. You know, and then, of course, I will reach out to you know, different organizations within the community to share that event with their members. Mm -hmm. um, we provide catering, pizzas, all that nice. good stuff, and just Fun. make a day of it. So and that's called the All Abilities a, Night, right? It is. It is. The All Abilities Mixer, yes. It's, so cool. Um, very gratifying it's, it's wonderful uh, well I'm gonna try so how about how the length of time once you're in the tunnel how much time do you actually get sure sure so you know typically what we do is fly our base package which is two minutes of flight cool um, that's okay. all at once and we'll include a video clip as well oh, that's so fun and I bet you two minutes feels like 20 minutes when you're in there huh it, I'm glad you said that it does you know sometimes people say gosh Anna you know two minutes I mean that's not very long, but when you're in the wind physically <laughs> flying it, it is does seem much longer. Oh, so we want it to be fun without being too exhausting. That's so cool. <laughs> so I'm I, so so. What do you think? Since you've been doing this for a few four years and you've been helping a lot of people with disabilities, so what do you think? Like, are the number are some of the the biggest things you think that uh, people get out of the experience? I guess. Well, you know, I really think that it just you know it 
it helps people understand that, you know, those, those boundaries a lot of times are preconceived, right? And they yeah. live within your mind. Yeah. And I think, you know, what I've seen in, in my past is that, you know, people really appreciate the opportunity to be able to break out of that shell and, and do something that they otherwise, you know, an activity that they otherwise thought wouldn't, they'd never be afforded, right? right? And right. so um, I think being able to share that activity as well with their friends and family, mm-hmm. really creating that sense of camaraderie and, hey, we're all experiencing this <laughs> together. Yeah. I think that that's really powerful. Heck yeah, that is. That's cool. And I bet you just feeling light, like, because sometimes your disability makes you feel so heavy and, you know, and Absolutely. The, the, lightness Absolutely. Of, the lightness of the tunnel, I bet you makes you feel like pretty awesome so to me that it does. sounds cool it really does yes. uh, well I'm excited to he- for how the event and I think it was actually an iFlight has moved up here to Minnesota not too long ago like literally cool. within two months they finally opened mm-hmm. one in my state so I might try to check it out I don't know if there's an all abilities night at, in Minnesota is there do you have to call your state location to see then is that what you do yeah, that's what I would recommend. I mean, you can always submit an inquiry online, and that mm-hmm. will go to the appropriate location. Um, but, you know, again, all abilities, the program is, um, from a corporate level, something that is, is very strongly encouraged. You okay. know, biannually, we will host uh, a fundraiser with, again, local organizations. Last year was the Special Olympics, and that was a okay. nationwide program. So I can assure you that as, uh, as soon as they get rolling and moving along up there in Minnesota, you can certainly expect to see similar events like all this right. in your area. So, all right. So and then before I let you go, if, if someone out there was interested in the event on February 13th at uh, those three locations in South, South Florida, what's the best way to contact you? Uh, well, so that location, the, the event on the 13th yeah. is um, actually that's that's going to be a closed event. So that oh, has is. already been RSVP ah, through different centers. Okay. However, here in Tampa, we are hosting another event a week after on the 20th. Okay. So they can free, feel free to give us a call directly here in Tampa, and that's we'll be cool. more than happy to get them scheduled in. All right. Well, I'm glad we got that cleared up because I thought you guys sure. were still looking for people at the locations. Gotcha. Yeah. It's um, so the RSVPs mm-hmm. that's been put into the hands of. Uh, the individuals running this, the local centers. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, so there is. So they, if they want to do a future opportunity, they can check out with you, or obviously any of the other locations if it's closer Absolutely. to their home. Absolutely, that's exactly right. All right. Well, thank you, Anna. I, that's so cool that you dedicated your life to this. Is awesome. <laughs> Well, thank you for having me, and, and it's absolutely my pleasure. Yes, and, uh, absolutely. Good yeah, luck. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, good luck with the event. I'll, uh, thanks again. Thanks, Tiffany. Okay, yeah, bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much again for listening to the podcast. It was a long one this uh, this month, uh, but we are looking forward to our next podcast in February. Again, if you have any podcast ideas, please send them to me. I would love to hear from you. And if you have any other words of wisdom or any thoughts or comments about this podcast, please send them our way. Thanks again and have a great month.